My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug, episode 308 I think, maybe 7, I've no idea. Um, as the titles say, I'm Steve Layton, and as the titles say, I go hunting for coffee, so you can taste amazing and tasty things. Um, and that beautiful view behind me is the town of Karanavi. Um, Karanavi uh, is around about 160 kilometres from La Paz, um, which is the biggest city in Bolivia, um, not the capital. I've said it a few times, it is the capital, I was wrong, um, but it is the biggest city in Bolivia. Um, and Karanavi for me, is the epicenter of amazing coffee. Like I kind of buy a lot of coffees from here. Um, I love it. Uh, the unique thing about Bolivia is that I think there's only a couple of companies in the UK who are imported in Bolivia, um, and uh, we work really hard to come and fetch this coffee. Um, you wouldn't believe the 160 kilometres, which is that way, is absolute nightmare to get to. Um, it is the worst place in the world um, to travel to. But when you get here, it's the best place in the world. Like the people, the coffee, the atmosphere, everything that's going on here is amazing. Um, and it's this week's coffee that we're going to be doing. Um, it's a farm which is, follow my finger, you see there, you see that mountain? Just over that mountain is a farm called Finca Don Carlos. And um, it's a new farm. It's only been planted for three years. I think this is its fourth year of production. Um, and it is owned by um, uh, Pedro Rodriguez. Um, Pedro is part of a family firm, which is Daniela, his daughter. Pedro Pablo, which is his son, and his wife. I'm terrible with names, and I'm the worst person in the world, but I can't remember her name. Um, but basically, uh, they run this mill, where I'm sitting here. And... Um, they run this mill where they used to have coffee delivered. And coffee was a big thing. Coffee was a huge thing in this region. And what's happened over time is that's slowly been eroded. Um, people have stopped growing coffee, yields have dropped, people have started planting coca. So Pedro has seen his business here kind of come to a point where he wasn't getting hardly any coffee delivered. Uh, and it was either time to close the mill and not process coffee at all, or he came up with a plan of buying some farms and actually owning his own farms and processing them here. And that's what he's done. Um, they have bought, I think it's seven farms in total now. They've got two in Santa Cruz, which is a different, completely different region to here. Um, and then they've got five here. Um, one of them being this week's coffee, which is Finca Don Carlos. Don Carlos is named after Carlos. Don is son of, but he, he's Carlos who is the mill manager here, and like Pedro's left and right arm. Um, he does so much of the work, he manages the mill you know, all of the time. He's integral to this place being the place that it is. Um, so much so that he got a farm named after him, which I think is pretty cool. Um, and Don, uh, Don Carlos, is, um, he, he's managing the farm now, he's planting, he's picking, he's actually out there picking. I'm hoping that now you're gonna see something on the screen. Wasn't it great that he was on the screen though? 
I don't know, we're going to edit that in somehow, because uh, uh, Don Carlos is out there at the moment. Uh, I'm also going to try and editing edit something with uh, Pedro. Um, I didn't invite them on camera, um, because one, they, they're a little bit nervous and neither speak English, and my Spanish is atrocious, um, so it wouldn't be a very good... Um, a very good interview on here, but I wanted you to try and meet them, and I'm hoping I, there'll be something in there. Um, so uh, Don Carlos has a, 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 a varieties of a, a many varieties of coffee. They have Katura, which is very typical for around here. They have Kakai, which is becoming more typical around here. They have Bourbon, uh, and they also have Geisha, and I think they also have Tipica as well. Um, this week's coffee is the Katai. Um, that's what happens to coffee on aeroplanes. It sucks all the air out. It makes it look really ugly. Um, but the Katai uh, is completely different to the Katura, completely different to the Bourbon. It's very unique coffee. And um, yeah, we should go and look at the fact file for Bolivia. Hello and welcome to this week's coffee fact file. Central America. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm in Bolivia. Can you see me? I'm waiting. You can't see me, can you? This is Bolivia. Um, so some facts about Bolivia. 25,000 hectares devoted to coffee. So uh, not so much as some of the other places we've seen. It is the 33rd biggest coffee producer. It's not a very big coffee producer at all. Uh, total coffee production, well, that's up and down and all over the place. I think it was about 20,000 last year. So um, common varieties you find are Tipica and you find Katura uh, and we start to see some unusual varietals such as Geisha and Yellow Bourbon start turning up. Um, coffees grow between 800 and 2300 metres above sea level and um, yet yeah, we've got 22, read it and weep, 22 farms or individuals that we work with it has been. So figure Don Carlos, Catayi. It's washed, it's owned by um, the Rodriguez family, uh, 1,450 to 1,650, near to the city of Carinavi in North Yungus. So that's the fact file for Bolivia, and um, no sooner have we done that, we should go and do the map bit. It's the map bit. Yeah, we're going up, up and away, and we're going across the Atlantic Ocean to Bolivia, which is where I am. Uh, but Central America, focused down to Bolivia. Um, and here we have Don Carlos. Um, Bolivia has the world's largest butterfly sanctuary. And I actually saw an absolutely massive butterfly while I was there too. Um, but yes, it has a big butterfly sanctuary. Who knew? Who cares? Um, so let's scream down to Karen Harvey and to Don Carlos. Now, a lot of it, you see the area there, the replanting, uh, the new coffee trees gone in. It's a fantastic view of the farm. Um, and that's just filling and filling as uh, time goes on. It's getting much kind of more fulfilled. And um, yeah, it's really is like taking shape there. And it's the top of the mountain. And as you can see there, you can see down to Karanavi from the top of the farm. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the highest point is Nevado Samaja, which is 6,542, and the lowest point is Rio Paraguay at 90 metres. Of course, no sea level, as it's a landlocked country. Um, but you can see how close it is to some of the other farms that we're buying from. Um, it's really kind of like that whole spine of mountains and that whole town of Karanavi is just a hot spot for amazing coffee. That was the map bit. 
And the reason I'm whizzing through this is I really want to start tasting this coffee. So I'm going to uh, put you on pause uh, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this coffee. I'm only going to do it brewed. There is an espresso machine, but I don't want to be doing that stuff. So uh, back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. A little disjointed. They always are on the road. You know what I'm like when there's, there's, there's a couple of guys in the office there and um, I'm not as planned, I'm not as organised. And I'm also in the middle of a trip. Um, can you see that dust cloud behind me? That's because the road's just open. The road closes during the day and it only opens at night. Um, and that dust cloud is everybody leaving town and it just, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. You just, all of a sudden you can see these clouds going everywhere. It really is, uh, really is something. My Buena Vista mug, oh hang on, Buena Vista mug. It's okay, there's a couple of people watching me now in the glass, because I'm in this glass bit, they're thinking I'm mental talking to my camera. Um, so um, this coffee is quite unusual. Uh, I'm going to show you now a picture on the screen of some mechanical dryers. They've been mechanically dried. Um, this is not normal. Most people talk about raised beds, and you've heard me talk about raised beds all of the time. Um, these guys, it's so kind of wet here, and there's such a short space to dry the coffee. A lot of it is mechanically dried. Um, all of the honeys are done uh, in a greenhouse, which I'm going to show you a picture of now. You've got like a greenhouse with some tables in there that the honeys are drying on. Um, and they're really just using what is best for you know what they're trying to do here. It really is um, you know, trying to make the best of what you've got. Mm. So the coffee, the coffee for me is super unique. For like all of the Bolivian coffees are very different. None of them are exactly the same. And this farm with all these different varieties and different processes coming out of it actually all taste differently. This one for me has a massive rhubarb kick. Um, rhubarb, when I try to explain to these guys here, they I, I don't even think they've ever tasted rhubarb. Um, but it's like rhubarb, but you get the sugar stick. As a kid, I used to have like a bag of sugar and a couple of sticks of rhubarb, and I'd be dipping them in that and eating on them. Um, now they think I'm definitely mental doing this now. I'm like, guys, what you um, so uh, it tastes like a rhubarb stick with um, sugar on it. It really is just that simple. It's got a great acidity, a great bite to it. I love this as an espresso. I absolutely adore it as an espresso, but I've got it as brewed today. So I made a, a, a rather large pot of it. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic coffee. Bolivia's been lots of fun. Um, there, there's a tamper tantrum part I did last week, it's only a small part but I talked a little bit about the trip um, and if you've been following me on the Instagram and stuff like that you'll have seen lots of photos from there. Really excited about some of the coffees that are coming out of here this year, as always, I'm always excited, I'm a very excitable chap. Um, but I think, um, yeah, Bolivia just keeps getting better and better, even though yields get smaller and smaller, the work that Pedro and people like Don Carlos and guys in the mill here are doing keeping Bolivian coffee alive um, and you guys enjoying it, buying it are also keeping it alive so you should be very proud of yourselves. Weird in my mug, mm, it's a little bit odd isn't it? But we've survived, we've got through, it's recorded, uh, thank you very much for joining me, thank you for watching, thank you for listening and do remember life is definitely too short for bad coffee and I'm just going to get out of the way so you can see that view.